I think personally, I worked I worked in IT for 15 years and I was a director for quite some time. So I had an entire team under me of like 30, 30 some odd people. And I did and I realized I did everything that I needed to do to get them where they wanted to be. There was no other there was no steps for me in my company. I was just collecting a check and I was getting my team to where they wanted to be, whether it's financially, emotionally, whatever it was. So I realized there was nothing else there for me to do. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of Full Transparency with Donnie Wiggins, where we take a closer look into the lives of entrepreneurs, what's going on in their businesses, what's going on in their lives, what they're struggling with, how they're winning, all the great conversation that gives you a transparent perspective on entrepreneurship. Today, y'all, I am so excited because this is a first time. Is this a first time? I think this is a first time. Yeah. This is the <laughs> first time I have ever had my own personal coaching clients in the room on the podcast with me. You guys are the first. I want to introduce the world to Cleaning Business University's very own Anthony and Janilka Hartzog. Hey, y'all. Hey. What up, y'all hey, sound so southern. so <laughs> We sound real so Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we in the south. I am super excited to have y'all. I've never interviewed y'all at all. No. no. That's what I thought you were saying was your first, but you met first as students, but yeah, you never interviewed us before. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've never interviewed you guys. Uh -huh. I've never interviewed on full transparency. I've never interviewed any of my clients. So, and even when you guys did social proof, I think only David interviewed you. Yep. Yeah. All right. So mm -hmm. let's get it. This is about this is about to be exciting. <laughs> so before we dive too deep into it, um, tell us what you do. Okay, that's a lot. That was off the bat. Okay, so my name is Janoka. We are Cleaning Business University coaches, uh, entrepreneurs, parents, married. I'm also still working a nine to five. So that's kind of what we do. I'm a mental health mm. therapist. <laughs> and um, that's what I do. Okay. How about you? Yeah, so I was a former nine to fiver. I worked in IT for 15 years as an IT director. I left my job two years ago to focus more on the family, more on the businesses, and uh we are the founders of Cleaning Business University, where we teach people how to start and scale cleaning businesses without cleaning houses. Okay. And we have our own cleaning business in Dallas, Texas. Love that. As well, yeah. <laughs> so for the record, let the record state that you guys have one of the most unsexy business models like mm. that I've come across to date. Like, it's just like nothing that is like moves the needle of excitement. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like nobody is like, you know what? I really want to own a cleaning business. <laughs> Why on earth would y'all choose a cleaning business? Look at you. I mean, look at y'all. That's going to be you. because <laughs> last night we was at this event and the guy, this guy asked, what did I do? I was like, what do we do? He's like, what do I do? And I was like, I own a cleaning business. He's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> like, you don't want to ask me more. Nobody conversation was done. Conversation <laughs> he over. walked away. So uh, 2016, 2017, we had $114,000 of debt. And we were just looking for ways to try to figure out how to pay this debt off. So me getting into that world of learning about debt freedom and entrepreneurship and generational wealth, I started just finding things out, Googling things and kind of learning more about what other people were doing. I came across a bunch of different ways to make money. And the one that stood out to me was this cleaning business idea where you, you actually was a local service business where you didn't have to clean or do the actual work. You will market the work, you will market the business, market the work, and you would just run the business that way. Mm -hmm. uh, I bought it to Janoka and she said, absolutely not. <laughs> and that's kind of where we started it with this wait, journey. Wait, wait, wait. Absolutely not. Why? It was our first business. We have never done a business before. We never spoke about doing a business. So that's the reason why I shut it down. 
Um, I, I mean, I generally shut down a lot of businesses he brings, but that was ideas. the reason for ideas. Yeah, that mm -hmm. was the reason for that specific time. Mm -hmm. And then he came back when he flushed out more of the idea and explained it more, and then we, I got on board. So, so Janoka shuts it down, uh -huh. and in her own voice, she says she shuts down a lot of ideas that you <laughs> yeah. bring. How does that make you feel, Anthony? Like, <laughs> you just say, I'm not bringing this to her anymore. I'm just going to do it. Or I never just do it um, because I feel like as a family, we have to be on the same page about certain things. So me starting a brand new business mm -hmm. and bringing it to the household and this doesn't work. It's like, I told you so. Mm -hmm. So what I did was, this is probably, I brought the idea, I think around May 2016, 2017. What's it? 2017. 2017, mm -hmm. I brought the idea up. Sat on it for a while and I kind of fleshed out what this actually will look like. All right, we're going to build this cleaning business. It's going to be a low-cost startup, and we're not going to clean houses. And I kind of came back around October, mm -hmm. I think. And I was like, this is what I'm still thinking about. And she was like, mm, okay. Okay, so somebody just raised their eyebrow at this. I know what it means. You literally just said, we're going to start this cleaning business, but we're not going to clean houses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so that was the biggest thing. When I first bought the idea, I said, we're going to start this cleaning business. And, and I was like, I ain't cleaning nobody. Because I automatically assumed she knew that we wasn't going to clean houses. And I never really fleshed out what this fully looked like back then. So when I came to, and I came to her with the idea and I said, all right, we're going to build this business. It's going to be a marketing arm. And we're going to find people to do the work. Around that same time, I was also thinking about, like, trucking. I was like, oh, this is how dispatching trucking works. Mm -hmm. And if you kind of compare, it's like, well, cleaning business would probably be a lot easier to do than trucking. So I was like, same model. We're going to dispatch the workout just like trucking would be. You dispatch the trucks out however you decide to do it. Mm -hmm. And she was like, okay, that, that kind of makes sense. Kind of still. Not yeah. fully. <laughs> that does make sense. So thinking about it from the perspective of you getting these jobs, these contracts, and you're dispatching exactly. actual uh, team members to go mm -hmm. out there and clean. And I'm assuming that you guys are finding people that love to actually do the cleaning. Yeah. So we find people that are basically consider themselves like mom and pop shops. So they have an LLC, but they don't market online. They just go buy houses due to word of mouth, probably. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of people have, oh, I've hired somebody, somebody friend before, mm -hmm. but they don't know how to market, they don't know how to do the business side, they just know how to clean. Mm -hmm. And those are the people that we work with because they love doing their job yeah. while we handle the marketing side of it. So I remember um, when before we started working together, so a part of my process is that you have to fill out this questionnaire. And if I'm being totally honest, Y'all's call was supposed to be canceled mm -hmm. because on the questionnaire it says, tell me about your business. And y'all had cleaning business. And I don't know what happened that allowed. I mean, I guess it was like meant to be because it's typically <laughs> outside my model. And I'll tell you why. So when you were when you said cleaning business, I wasn't thinking about it from like the dispatch model. Right. Where this is like a service that you're providing, but you're not out there like with the mops and the brooms mm -hmm. actually cleaning. Because when I was like 18 years old in college, me and my roommate was trying to figure out how to get some money. And we're riding around one day with her cousin who's picking up these checks from these commercial offices that he's cleaning. And I'm looking at him pick up all this money and I'm like holding the checks and I'm adding them up. And I'm like, oh, we're starting a cleaning business. <laughs> so the very next day we go to the grocery store. Oh, you get the supplies. And we get all our cleaning supplies, right? I didn't think through the part where, and because we're doing the cleaning. I didn't think through the part where you have to clean up like toilets. Mm. And so immediately yeah. <laughs> grossed out, like couldn't even complete the job, like called them up, like we'll give you your money back oh, because man. this is not going to be a thing. So when your application comes across my desk, <laughs> my virtual desk, um, I'm like cleaning business, how on earth? But I had to do the call because 
it wasn't canceled within the time that it should yeah. have been canceled. It was something. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was something. So we have to do the call. And I get on the phone with you guys, and I already have the mindset of, I'm going to just give them a little something, you know, to take away and make them feel good mm-hmm. at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And we end up now working together for years mm-hmm. at this point um, in a coaching relationship. And you guys are hands down in the top three of all my favorite clients that I've worked with in the last 10 years. Take that. Um, take that. Take that. Take <laughs> that. Take that. that. Um, you guys are definitely, and I, I can't say, you know, I can't say yeah, number one. We, we, you ain't got to do that. You ain't top three is good. But we, we get it. I'll take top three, honestly. You're definitely in the top three of my all-time favorite clients. What I love about um, you guys is now, 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 y'all take direction and execute immediately i feel like we took the russia executed better before than we do now girl not you me you you've always been the problem (laughs) (laughs) i probably have because he's like oh i think we need to get coach i'm like for what (laughs) and i'm like who how you know her where you know her from (laughs) oh she's on the podcast i was like and and we don't know her (laughs) listen when i tell you guys that janilka is the typical new yorker (laughs) that's what everybody says she is the typical but i love that she doesn't in the beginning like you you didn't break a smile i would That's say hilarious. something because i'm I, I joke a lot with my clients and i say something and anthony would laugh <laughs> and Janelle was like all right so um you said this week and it was it was like an intimidating space to be in but you guys were operating your cleaning business where you actually have the service mm-hmm. very very well at what point anthony i guess it was you did mm-hmm. we decide that it's time for coaching and why i think for us we got uh, to our credit, we got pretty far on our own, and I mm-hmm. always felt like there's more out there. Mm-hmm. And just being in that space of just seeing more and doing more, I always like, all right, we need somebody who's going to help us get to that next level. Mm-hmm. So when I came across you, it was kind of like I knew there was going to it was going to be a personality that's going to be necessary for both of us. Yeah, that was going to be yeah. able to come in and kind of work like kind of in our marriage at this point, right? It's not just business. You're If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. My business and everything, which is our daughter, but I knew that I was going to take a personality that's going to be strong enough to handle my wife, <laughs> but then also strong enough to direct the, the to push us in the right direction as mm-hmm. well. So once I realized that and I came across you, I was like, all right, cool. I think she I think she would be a good fit. And I was like, I wonder if she's going to gel with my wife. And I was like, I think she would. Mm-hmm. And I think it worked out pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I really <laughs> just wanted to, us to just do more and see more. I've never told you this, but in the beginning, I only wanted to talk to Anthony. <laughs> there was like two calls early on that you couldn't make. And I was like, praise <laughs> God. <laughs> because it's that direct. <laughs> 
unimpressed, unfazed by anything. It's just, I don't know. It's like he is more open to, I think, with him being in the um, internet space, if you will. Like, I'm not really into it and know the podcast and different people. And I side-eye people before I give them a chance. I know people sometimes operate the the opposite way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I would like you to prove me wrong. But I'm not going in like, oh, yeah, just because that's how the way you show yourself. I'm more like, let's let's see. Let's gradually get to know the person. So I give so. I give people the benefit <laughs> of the doubt from the very beginning. And yeah, and I'm automatic. That, she's like, the opposite where you have to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm giving you the trust. She's like, no, you got to give. You, you got to earn the trust. trust is earned. Yeah. And it's it's nice that you said that because that's still the battle that we have. Like, me and Janilka now are always on the same page. It's Mm. always like, Tony, we don't know. And Mm. Tony's like, well, guys. I spoke to this person and I'm like, okay. Okay, we got to let you try it your way. But when you're ready, come back to our side of the the playing field. I love that. So you guys right now are seven-figure entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. Um, what What was the shift? Like, you were successful in your own right, um, building your business and doing very well, making a name for yourself specifically in Dallas. Now you're kind of known on larger platforms and stuff. Like as you're going through this journey, what was the shift for you that kind of took you from, you know what, we can do this on a full-time level and versus now we have like abundance? Um, once we So we started paying off debt. And then once we paid that off, uh, towards the end, we started to short, share more on social media. Because at the beginning, once again, I'm like, I don't want people in my business. I'm going to share nothing. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I think we should share. People want to know more about it. Um, when, once we started to share, then I think that helped me to feel more comfortable. And then I think he continued to listen to podcasts, get information. Then we launched this course, and people were interested, and it was going really well. And then we got connected with you, and I think that helps us to that helps us to change our entrepreneurship and coaching side of the business. That would be my trajectory, I would say. Yeah, because we've technically owned our business for six, seven years now. Yeah. And we didn't start, we wasn't one of those people that learned something and started teaching it immediately. We were doing it for three three years already, mm-hmm. successfully. Before you started the course. Before we started mm-hmm. the course. So it was like, all right, when the pandemic hit, when everyone wanted to learn more about different, doing different things, we said, oh, our cleaning business is actually still doing well during yeah. this time. Mm-hmm. And we started talking about it. There was no, there was no, digital space there was no course it's just people want to know our debt freedom story and that's what they knew us for so we started talking about this cleaning business thing even when we was on good morning america they didn't talk about anything about the cleaning business mm-hmm. it was just the debt freedom blah 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 blah. oh by the way the last 10 seconds was like oh by the way they did this by having a cleaning business mm-hmm. and that's when the story started to shift for us it's like okay let's dive more to this part of the story mm-hmm. versus the debt freedom story which is, comes from like the abundance side of things like you're going out making more you're going out doing more versus debt freedom it's like it's only a ceiling there. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of talking about debt, I know that um, one of the one of the challenges that you guys had to work through and still have <laughs> to work through, I think um, you were so attached or familiar with the debt that you had c- accumulated that mm-hmm. you worked so hard mm-hmm. to build yourself out of, right? When we were working together in the beginning, it went from your course component of your version from doing it was doing fine it was selling right to then generating six figures mm-hmm. I, generating six figures i laughed at your first goal <laughs> um yeah <laughs> <laughs> i laughed at your what was your first goal do you guys remember i don't it was, remember it was like 100k six figures it was 100k uh, for the year for the year yeah okay <laughs> they, if we can just get our course to a hundred thousand dollars we'd be satisfied and i just <laughs> okay okay <laughs> 
That's how life is, though. <laughs> you think it's one thing, and it, it, it's, yeah. It's, you well, keep because it. y'all had all the perfect pieces. Like, y'all mm-hmm. were already operating a successful business, and that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I personally look for. Um, y'all already had a successful business that you were operating. You had the personality profile. Y'all fit socially the perfect profile. Married couple. You hadn't yet at that time had your first child, mm-hmm. but y'all had the dog, and it was mm-hmm. cute. And, you know, y'all had a story. And you were really able to show your work. Yeah. And I'm like, and you had you had a following at that time, right? Mm-hmm. It's obviously bigger now, but you had a following. And I'm like, they got all the perfect pieces, a hundred grand in a year. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, obviously we did that much faster um than that time frame. But again, your relationship or familiarity with the debt that you were working out of, one of the things that I urged was that let's go all in on the business. You both were working full-time jobs Mm -hmm. and running this business full-time. And it was like pulling teeth (laughs) to even start the conversation of it's time to quit your job. Oh, yeah. I remember those conversations. (laughs) And the opposite of that is usually people who are saying, Donnie, I need to quit my job. I need to quit my job. And y'all are saying, no, I need to keep my job. Mm -hmm. Walk us through that. Like, why? We... I don't know. We've had that conversation prior to even getting with you. We're like, oh, once we start making this amount a month, we'll quit our job. Mm-hmm. Once we double our income, we'll quit our job. And then every time we're like, no, we ain't quit. Like nothing. We weren't. We weren't making the move. Basically, mm-hmm. let's let's be clear with that. I know we would had conversations with you, and then it was just kind of like, like everything else, we plan it out so specifically. So why wouldn't we do the same for this? Like, yeah. let's just plan it out. Let's make sure that. I say it like this, all our ducks in a row, because you never know what can happen. And then let's make the move. And then even if you think about just on the internal side as well, like I have, I have strong money fears. Like money is not abundant, Mm -hmm. you know, matter how much I make. My fear is that one day it won't be there because I didn't come from money. Not even, I didn't come from money. I didn't come from having, I had enough as always, but I, there was always a fear that it won't be there. So right. just like with the job, all right, you leave your job. What happens if everything else goes wrong? Mm-hmm. Right. It would have to go really wrong, but that's just a fear. And um, that's something I personally still work on to this day. It's like, Janoka wants to go buy a bag and it's like, eh, what happens if that, you know? So <laughs> it, it's, it's still a challenge to this day, just getting over like internal money fears that we had, just me personally had you growing personally. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She'll, yeah, she'll go spend. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any money fears. You don't, you don't have any money fears. And I don't even understand how y'all have money fears because you take a trip like every week <laughs> at this point. But Anthony, you were the first and only so far uh, yeah. to leave your job. You guys are seven-figure earners at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, had we hit seven figures? We had already hit. Did we hit seven figures when you left your job or were we approaching? Maybe approaching. Approaching. I don't think we I think we were approaching. Mm-hmm. And what, what the situation was... It got to a point where it was costing you money and mm-hmm. success for both of you to continue to be mm-hmm. employed. Yeah. And I want to be clear there because you guys were building this business. You had a job that was both of you guys working from home. So in your <laughs> mind, it looked like, oh, I have nothing but time to do this. Right. Not really realizing if I'm allocating time to this. I can't allocate this time to my business. And we figured out very quickly that you showing up on social media was really your secret sauce to like mm. really building your business. Um, it was pulling teeth to get you off your job. What was mm. it like for you when you finally said, okay, we're done. <laughs> like what made sense for you to finally say, I can quit? I think personally, I worked I worked in IT for 15 years and I was a director for quite some time. So I had an entire team under me of like 30 
30 some odd people. And I did, and I realized I did everything that I needed to do to get them where they wanted to be. There was no other, there was no steps for me in my company. I was just collecting a check and I was getting my team to where they wanted to be, whether it's financially, emotionally, whatever it was. So I realized there was nothing else there for me to do. And it was time. Um, and that was the big part of it. And then also making sure my, t a lot of it went back to my team. So I was like making sure they were good. Um, and just my wife giving me the blessing. Once she was like, I think we could do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I had, I gave my company like three months. Way you too long. You gave way I gave way yeah. too long. And yeah. I made some mistakes there, but I, I feel like I did it in the best interest of, of them. Mm -hmm. I was the youngest employee at one Which time. I was insane. I was the youngest manager. Mm -hmm. Had all the accolades as the youngest guy at the company. So mm -hmm. I felt like I owed it to them. Mm. Personally, yeah. It's crazy. Do you feel like they think they owe you anything? Mm -hmm. I think, no. I feel like they gave me... I think the relationship was so too... I didn't work a typical job. Okay. I came in as a person who didn't have the skills to do the job that he was given. Mm. And I just happened to have the work ethic. And they was like, all right, we can't, we can't pass over this guy. He's doing the work. Um, he's making the connections. And I think they took a lot of shots on me as being the, the youngest guy in the company, not having the skills. I'm like, all right, we're going to take a shot on you. Yeah. Um, so I felt like it was a two-way street. Yeah. And they, I, put, I left them in a good position. How Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. How important do you think work ethic actually is? Um, I think, I think that was probably the strongest thing I had at the company because I didn't, again, I didn't have the skills. I was straight off, not the street, but I was a young black guy, didn't have the skills and technology, and I was just hungry. Mm -hmm. I was like, whatever you guys need me to do, I'm going to do it. And I went above and beyond it. Like weekends, people didn't want to work weekends. I'm going to work weekends. I'm going to work evenings. I'm going to travel to clients. I'm going to talk to clients. I'm going to make myself uncomfortable. So I make sure that, all right, he's not, he's not skilled here, but he could do everything else. Yeah. So I couldn't be looked over. Yeah. So I feel like that was probably the strongest trait I had at the company. Technology realize? wasn't it. Do you realize that's the strongest trait that you guys have as entrepreneurs too, as business owners? Your work be. ethic is unmatched. We have some, you know, moments yeah. or whatever. You guys just had a baby. I mean, Alani isn't even two years old yet. Right? We was ready to go right after that. Y'all were ready to go. I'm like talking we to had, you Yeah, we had her on a Monday, so obviously we didn't speak that Monday. But then the next Monday, I, I think cannot. we spoke. I cannot. You were on the table. You're like, is that the baby? Is that back the baby? <laughs> yeah, she's sleeping right now. <laughs> Listen, as we're leading up to delivery, labor mm -hmm. and delivery, I'm like, so how much time do y'all need? Like, you know, Anthony, it's going to be me and you because yeah, Janilka's yeah. going to be this, that, and the other. And Janilka's like, no, I'll be fine. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, she just doesn't know what it's like to have a baby, right? Your girl, a whole seven days later. Yeah, we were on the call. On now, there the was call. some Mondays which he's like, all right, she napping, so it's just going to be me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but we was, were right back to it. It was very, like, I can count on one hand mm -hmm. how many times you missed the call to be a mom, like, because right. of leveraging that as an excuse. Where do you get that work ethic from? 
Ah, uh, I don't know. We were talking about that the other day. I'm not sure where I would say I would get that work ethic. I probably could say my mother because I complain about her not taking time off mm-hmm. um, when it comes to her work. But I think that that was just instilled in me. Like, I didn't take days off of school. Like, there was no days off. Even now with work, to be honest, I really, I take days off to go on vacation, but I never, like, Which call out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is a lot now, mm-hmm. but um, I never call out. I don't know. It's just a a thing that I feel like I need to get it done. It needs to be a reason that I'm not doing something. So her mother's been so. a teacher of 28 years. Yeah, I think it's about to her 29. 29 years, yeah. and she's probably taken 10 days off out of 28 years. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big. That's that probably just yeah, that's probably part a big of it. part. I couldn't miss school for nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that probably was, his t- <laughs> and I didn't even know it. But yeah, that was that's if a big. I had reason. a little cough. <laughs> my mom's like, oh my God, baby, just lay back, just lay down, back get down. In, get in bed and lay no, down. No, I'm getting all the awards for being there. <laughs> <laughs> all the accolades. Yeah. All the accolades for, for being, being there. there. I love that. So, hey, hey, CEO Donnie Wiggins here, and I am so excited to announce my new mentorship group is dropping. You may have already heard about it, but I wanted to, I wanted you to hear it from the horse's mouth directly from me. My new mentorship group, Actionable CEO, for entrepreneurs who are interested in professional growth, personal growth, and financial growth. You want to learn from me. Y'all have been asking for this for the last three years, and I have finally brought Actionable CEO back to serve you. Every single week, direct mentorship from me. You will also hear from other people who are in my community that I believe will be greatly impactful to you. You're going to get behind the scenes. We're going to be spending some time together live. This is not pre-recorded. This is live mentorship. So if you are an entrepreneur and you want to be connected, feel connected, you want to elevate your brand, you want to elevate your life, you want to elevate your level of success, Actionable CEO is for you. ActionableCEO.com. See you there. You guys are moving through your business. um, And if we're being totally honest, you never think about the cleaning business being a million dollar or multi-million dollar opportunity. No. Usually when you think about the cleaning business, it looks like a business where people are just getting by. They're making an honest living. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe they're even doing something that they're loving, but building generational wealth from this. um, And, and, to be clear, there's a combination. There's two components to your business. There is one where you're actually running a cleaning service. And then there's one where you're in the education space teaching people to do what you did. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like is your secret sauce, though? Because I don't know anybody else doing it at the level that you guys are. You're operating at a really high level. What's the secret sauce for you? Why the success? Mm, I don't know. I don't think we're any different from anyone else. Mm-hmm. I just think that. I don't. I don't got an answer for I'm that. I'm shocked one. you said that because I thought you were gonna say the success is because we're doing it together. Because that's, that's your biggest thing. answer. That's his biggest this thing. Hus- we got husbands and wives that do it, and it's like, yeah, they're not. They're not. That's true. It but everybody shouldn't us. work together. <laughs> um, but everybody I think shouldn't work together. Us doing it together, like we didn't come in with any businesses. This is our first business. Our, all of our businesses are together, mm-hmm. so we do everything together. We go based off, off of our. Um, you got something? I was gonna say we treat it as a vehicle to the goal. Right. People that normally run a cleaning business, this is their Oh, everything. that's their bread and butter. Mm. We don't, honestly, we don't give a damn about the actual cleaning. Cleaning. Yeah. We know that it changes our clients' lives. We know that it changes our, our team's lives. And we know it changes our lives. Mm-hmm. But we treat it as a vehicle to get to the goal. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing for us. Like, we don't have an attachment to it. When we true. talk to people who've been doing it for decades. Mm-hmm. I'm on They're the phone like, with I them. love cleaning. This They're like, this is my life. This is my blood. This they is my sweat and my tears. I'm the only one that could do this. And I'm like, okay. 
<laughs> I, don't, I don't feel the same way. So I think that's yeah. that's a big thing for me. That may be play into it, too. Janoka, you said we do everything together. We do everything together. I had uh, a mix of emotions when you said that. Yeah. <laughs> On one end, I was like, wow, that's gold. <laughs> On the other end, I was like, I'll be trying to tell him we don't got to do everything together. If it's up to him, we're going to do everything mm-hmm. together. Why? Like, I have to force him to do, like, this thing. Like I said, he's in the social media space, and he listens to podcasts. He knows about people. He sees entrepreneurs. And I'm like, go to that event by yourself. He's like, it's better if we go together. I'm like, it's not. Tony, you go by you yourself. Y'all don't get tired of her? Y'all don't get tired of each so other? We went, again, we went out last night, and it was like, yo, uh, where's your, where is, you got your family? It's like, where's Janoka? And then somebody else answered, like, you know he don't go nowhere without his family. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how I want it to be. Okay. Like, we don't, we build these okay. lives. <laughs> we build these lives okay. of entrepreneurship, and we want to do all this stuff for our, for our family, but we're always away from our family working. We're always traveling. Where the hell is your family at? Mm. So I don't want to go anywhere and not feel like my wife and my daughter's right there. Mm, I love that. I am always getting on some of my guy friends, especially about how they're going so hard in their businesses. Work, 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 and then family. And then work, work, mm-hmm. work, work, work. I don't know that the I would want that second either, thought. right? Family is like a second mm-hmm. thought, for sure. And because there's so much priority and emphasis on the business, mm-hmm. family sometimes feel like the third or fourth thought. Mm-hmm. So that's not ideal either, either. Yeah. right? How are you guys finding balance? Like, what's it like living your life? You're building a couple of businesses together. You live together. You're parenting together. You travel mm-hmm. together. You go out for fun together. Y'all probably eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner at the same time. That's what we families do. do. We actually do. <laughs> I'm thinking like we actually I'm like, do. That's what families do, right? Because if we not, yeah, I'm, I'm like walking the dog together at the same. time. Because if we not, I'm like lunch is served. They're like, why? Why are you still in the office? <laughs> why are you still up there? That's funny. Um, how do we balance it all? We delegate, and we're not afraid to ask for help. Okay. So, um, big delegation in our life is having a nanny to help us with our child because that's a big part of our life to be able to do all these other things that we have going on in life mm-hmm. um asking for help by having coaches and things like that and knowing when we need assistance to do things and grow where we want to grow mm-hmm. um and then sometimes it's just like you got to get it done like it doesn't matter it has to get done like i have to record this podcast at 9 p.m do i want to no but i have to because it has to come out on tuesday because mm-hmm. so it has to get done mm-hmm. um so that's that's the balancing, I would say. Yeah, that's it's a it's a challenge sometimes because Janoka's like Tony, like no work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like okay, no work. But I, when she says no work, it's no work instantly. Like, it's yeah. done. Because no sometimes I I just keep going, I won't even realize it. But she's like no work, it, it's cut off. So that's that's one of the things. And also, very early on, we were very diligent about what we call like these family meetings. Mm-hmm. So the family meeting would be like, all right, every week we'll have, meet for like an hour and we'll talk about family relationships, spirituality, mm-hmm. money, whatever it is. And we kept that going throughout the years. And now it's mm-hmm. not every week. It's like maybe like once a month, once a quarter, mm-hmm. once a year. But we still do it where we're always having these meetings, just kind of checking in with each other, which is like, all right, this week you kind of was all in the business. Let's kind of get realigned here. Or we like, we'll have the nanny and the only time she comes over is when we got to do work. Mm-hmm. So, well, why don't we use her for a date night or a staycation or something like that? So I'm mm-hmm. um, just staying in that communication and, and Y'all have it figured out. And I really want y'all to think about how you can even share that part of your story. Because Don't get me started on that, Donnie. Go ahead. What you got? Oh, about you. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> She's like, I'm, I'm checked in. No, he wants me to share on how I balance it as a nine to fiver, a mother, mm-hmm. a wife, Listen, an entrepreneur. We were literally mm-hmm. one day of the same week on a call with the ads team, going over the strategy. This is what the funnel's going to look like. This is when we're doing webinars, putting mm-hmm. the webinar 
uh, together, the webinar strategy together to just three or four days later in Miami at Dreas. Vegas, Vegas, yeah, Vegas. Not Miami, we were in Vegas. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the pool, <laughs> taking shots. And I'm looking at you guys like they are really living their lives. And more people need to see evidence of that. Do you know how many married couples are trying to figure out how to work together? And then if they're successfully working together, then the relationship is suffering. But if mm -hmm. the relationship is great, then the business is suffering. Like y'all have something really special. I think for us or specifically for me, I'm like, of course, I need money to survive, but um, the business will never be before my family and mm -hmm. my marriage and my kid. Never. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what's happening with the business. It could be making a million dollars a day. It's not going to be before it. So when things, prior, it's always priority of family. So I'm like, I, I always said that from the beginning when we started Debt Freedom, where we paint doing businesses. It's like, we need to make sure that when we want to do other things, these things don't stop it. So the life that we want to live, it needs to exist with us. We're not existing because of the business. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think we're able to do all these things because we keep it as a priority. Like the business is going to work it out or it's not. And we're going to still have our marriage and our kid and have our fun. Period. So, yeah. That's another thing. People talk about like scaling and, and always doing more. And I'm, I'm, I fall victim to that all the time. Mm -hmm. like, I want to do more. I want to scale more. But sometimes it's like we're good. Yeah. Like, now, we're, do you feel like you're good right now? It depends on the day, Donnie. Yeah. Be very careful. It depends on the day, Donnie. Sometimes it's like, yo, we killing it. Yo, let's do more. And it's like, she's like, Tony, we don't got to do more. We're good. Like, yeah. we're, going on, we're going on another vacation. And she's like, we're not doing calls. I'm like, can so, I do a few? Yeah, he was shocked. He was like, oh, you're not working? I'm like, no. When I leave the country, I don't work. Why I'm like, I work? well, we can work remote. Like, isn't that the point? He's like, you can work remote. I was like, yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> I took off on my nine to five. I have some clients. I'm gonna shut down Monday and Friday. It's limited. Mm -hmm. Maybe I mean usually I just shut the whole week down. But I, I was like I'll take a few if if I need to. But mm -hmm. no, when I'm on vacation, I need I'm, I'm on vacation. So you have a you have a, a, a she's not brand new baby anymore. But uh, she's gonna be eighteen months on Monday. She Already. is a year <laughs> and a half old. Yeah, and I know that you guys are planners. Mm -hmm. Think through all the steps. What do you plan, like, based on you have a daughter and you're living your lives now, you guys, she came into your life when now you're entrepreneurs, now you're mm -hmm. seven-figure income earners. What are you teaching her about money and relationships? As she grows, obviously. Oh, as she grows. I'm like, she's not at a place about money yet. Um, but we have those conversations as to what that would look like. And I don't, I feel like you talk, you talk, and then it happens, you do something different. You don't know until you're in it and what you plan for it. Like we had those conversations of, let's say for example, college, um, you know, when you go out of state, you pay more. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, my child could go wherever they want to go. Mm -hmm. He's like, Texas has a lot of good schools. Why Texas would you need to leave the, the state? Uh -huh. And we, why would we need to pay more? I say, why not? Like <laughs> we've been saving since she came out the womb. We started a 529. Or like, Hopefully, at that point and in general, money is not going to be an issue. So why would we limit it? Mm -hmm. So I kind of live, that's the way I think about things. Like, I am not one of that somebody needs to struggle to appreciate. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I am not going to have my child struggle either. So yeah. some may call it spoiler, and that's fine. Okay. Um, and I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> some may call me spoiler, and I'm fine with that too. Mm -hmm. But... <laughs> Very much so. It's very, okay. Very as long so. as you are still I'm a human being, I don't see anything wrong with I it. I'm here for it. So um, those are kind of the challenges I yeah. see that will happen when I think as she continues to grow and I'll be like, but we got the money. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's my thing now. Mm -hmm. When he says like, well, we don't got to spend it. I'm like, but we have it. Why yeah. not? Why won't we spend it? I but want to raise a good human. A good human. <laughs> but 
you're learning some things along the way. Mm -hmm. You're learning some things about how a wife should show up in a relationship, how a man should show up in Mm -hmm. a marriage, right? You're learning some foundational money principles. What are some things that when Alani gets older, it's like, I have to instill these things in my daughter, period. I think I still my biggest fear is just raising a good human because I feel like you could do everything as a parent mm-hmm. and they just meet somebody that just changes everything, everything. about them. Scary. That's the scariest <laughs> part for me, honestly. I was like, we could do everything we yeah. want to do in this world. Make sure she's amazing and she just meets the wrong person or the maybe right crowd. person for her. Mm-hmm. It just changes everything. So that's my goal. I just want to raise a good human. Mm-hmm. That's it. The money stuff is going to come and go. Um, mm-hmm. She's going to be she's gonna be set with that. I don't see that being an issue, but the human side of it. What are you doing to ensure that? So you mentioned a Roth IRA. Like, what, what do you have in place to secure her financial future? So we have two life insurance policies for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then What's also... our life insurance policy? And then our life insurance policies yeah. that we have. So God forbid something happens to us. Um, she's also part of our trust. Um, she's actually in her... She has a 529, so we invest at least $250 per month from us, and then her grandparents also do $250 per month, which doesn't seem like a lot. But if you add that up over the course of 18 years, I think the number was like $128,000, like minimum, mm-hmm. right? And then also on birthdays, we don't want gifts. Like okay. if older parents and grandparents want to give gifts, but everyone has to like donate to you know an investment. So that's even stuff that we instilled in our God kids as well and our friends and families that we're going to give you a $75 gift or toy. We're also going to invest $75 into whatever you guys want to invest for them as well. Yeah. So those are some things. I mean, because the toys, you get it on Amazon in a day. Like I buy, she has all the toys. I don't need that. If you can invest in her to her college, that's great. Yeah, because you're 18, so. you go to college. Like imagine if we just, well, you had the ability, but I didn't have that where my parents, didn't, I had to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So imagine you go to college, you're 18, and you don't got to come out of pocket for, for anything. And it's like, all right, imagine your first house. Like, all that yeah. stuff's already ready for you to go so that when you get to corporate and you decide, hey, I don't want to do this. I can do my own thing. Like, that's that's another goal, too, yeah. having her make that decision. Yeah. So many people became super successful. I was talking to somebody earlier today, and we were talking about, like, the fast money start or the fast money launch, where uh, sometimes it can be really, really bad mm-hmm. to launch a business and within your first two, three years, you're already seeing like supernatural success, right? Mm. Um, Typically it's like, you know, they say on average it takes a business about five years before you turn a profit. And obviously we're seeing all over the internet yourselves as an example, Mm -hmm. it does not take that long. Mm -hmm. But because of that, we're making money so fast that you're not reserving time to, learn how to leverage your money financially Mm. so that it continues to build and you don't blow through your money. What's keeping you guys grounded and what's helping you to stay financially astute? I would say my God, Dave Ramsey. We would, (laughs) when it goes, when it comes back to finances, we don't like that. Dave Ramsey. I don't like like the model. I liked it. I love Dave Ramsey. He was, let's, let's say this. Let me say, I'm not talking about him personally, just his financial strategies. Same. Same, but she, we paid Greece. off our debt because of him. His okay. starting, his um, his processes, things that he says. We, he read his book, listened to his podcast, we took his course, and because of show. him, was, was on the show, because of him, we paid off our debt. He has a philosophy of only keeping $1,000 in emergency fund. I wasn't for that, so we didn't do that. Okay, um, what did so, you do? 
I think we kept like twenty or something outrageous. Oh, like you said, a thousand dollars. You said nope. No, we're like whatever. Twenty x that. We're gonna, yeah. We're gonna keep twenty. My my point was fund. like we used what he said and just twisted it for what we needed and how it needed to work for us. It made us feel comfortable. Uh, whatever made us feel comfortable. Let's talk about that for a second. So, how much debt were you in when you started this get out of debt freedom journey? One hundred and fourteen thousand. One hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. What contributed most to you guys getting out of that debt without the obvious, you know, like starting your business, obviously, mm -hmm. but how did you do it? Uh, a few things was budgeting and raising our income. We side hustled like crazy and we budgeted our money, which we weren't doing before. We weren't managing. Like it was, we were you just make, paying our bills. We were just paying our bills. Like, all right, you got the cable bill, you got the phone, but you got this and mm -hmm. that was it. It was like, all but right. At some point, that's all the money that you have. What else can you do differently with when the money? When you really start looking at it, you start we saying, a, all right. We had money there. Yeah, we had money left over, but you never realize where it goes because you're not managing it. So when we started managing, we said, oh, we had $1,000 here, $500 here. And we okay. said, okay, where can we put this money? And that's when we started Contributing mm -hmm. to this uh, debt freedom journey. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what did you pay off first? Like, was it student loans? And you did you ha you had student loans? I did, and then she had I graduate did. loans, which was like six, like seventy thousand, seventy thousand dollars student loans. So, do you start <laughs> with those, or do you knock the smaller ones off first? For us, we did the smaller, so we can celebrate the small wins. Okay. As we could went along to keep it pushing, mm -hmm. so keep us excited. Like, like yeah. Credit cards, thousand dollars here and there, yeah. and then you kind of move up to like the big boy, which the is student like loans, your car, car. Mm -hmm. student loans. And then mine was the last one. <laughs> Your graduate. Graduate degree, degree last long. one, yeah. The longest okay. one. Mm -hmm. I like that. So now that you are successful, you're, you're making money, what do you do with your money now? How do you pay Today? yourselves? Mm -hmm. How do you pay yourselves? That's How an you argument multiplying? every day. We said we had told when we were on Social Proof podcast, we had mentioned to Dave how much that we take allowances and how much we take, and he was like, "What? How much do you take? <laughs> Can you guess? I'm gonna let you guess once. First of all, you take about three thousand dollars in an allowance. For sure. <laughs> Look at Donnie's face. So. When we started budgeting, and it stayed the same until like now, we don't even have, we don't have an allowance now. Yeah, now it's it, but it was two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. We each got two hundred dollars. So let me let me explain. Wait a minute, break it down. So, this is outside of payroll. This is, this is before of, we were doing payroll. payroll. Okay. That was just, because that we were just spending that money. So this is like money that comes out the the. This is our fun money. Fun money. It's like you get two hundred dollars every single check that you do whatever you want to do with it. This is not payroll. This is monthly. This is monthly. Yeah, two hundred. Not every check. Yeah, it was two hundred dollars a month. So between the two of y'all, so this is what we was getting out of four hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. And but then even after, up till like last year or so, we were just really getting... Count. That don't really count. $200 a month. Then we've been on payroll now, so it's not $200, obviously. Mm -hmm. We have that. And then at some point, we started taking money from the businesses. Like after we did the tax, sales tax, income, all after we did all that, then we started taking some money for so the We was really following like the profit first model. So they're like, all right, take out your owners pay, mm -hmm. your expenses, stuff like that. So we kind of took that model all the way through the cleaning business for the first six years. And then we said, we're going to put it for everything else as well. So that's why I started off so small. So there were some months where we were able, when we took from the businesses and everything, it was like we each were getting like $2,000. Tony was like, do you need that much money? I said, you can keep yours in the main pot. I'm taking mine <laughs> I'm taking out of the pot. my money in the family pot. He, he, he was just, keeping his in the family pot. Account? Yeah, we okay. each have a okay. family. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Um, I Ain't no money in it, though. No <laughs> Not enough. Janelka. I don't got enough money in it. there. 
No, outside of my separate account? You're looking at me. He can't see you. Blink, <laughs> blink twice. We each have a separate account, but I don't have enough money in my separate account if I need to. Do you each have access to each other's separate account? No. no. Okay, so you got your own money. Yeah. Do you ever ask Tony what's in his account? Like, no. how much money you got over there? He always has more than me. Why? Because you're spending Because I'm money? spending. He doesn't spend. I'm He's going to spend for, like, uh, an occasion, maybe a birthday or something, then he'll buy a gift. But so it's safe to say Tony is in charge of the money. Uh-huh. How do you guys allocate what you're good at? Like, this is what I take care of and am responsible for in the relationship. This is what the other person mm-hmm. takes care of in the relationship. How do y'all split that up? So originally when we started out with the budgeting and stuff, he was primarily in charge, and then I took over. So now I'm. The, he doesn't even look in the budget anymore. So yeah, times with the spending, he will go in. He's like, what? Why, what? Why did you spend $600 on that? You let the worst spender be in charge of the uh, money. So, the so, thing about it is I'm not even the worst spender. You for sure are I spend the worst more, spender. I would pay. I spend more than him. But on the average Joe, I don't really purchase things. Yeah. Okay. If that makes sense. Like, yes, so, I spend more than him. But if I go head to head probably with any other woman, I don't really shop. I don't really like this. I don't really do much. Okay. Really. You just. Travel. So like the spend yes. would be we, that's probably where the that's is, where the spend is going. You are so right. So like the spend the would be like, all right, she goes to Trader Joe's and spends like four hundred dollars and Trader Joe's two hundred. They don't they don't sell food in Trader Joe's. Yes, they so do. you still gotta go grocery shopping after Trader Joe's is like, fam, you just spent four hundred dollars. So that's where yeah. the That's the things. But we're all eating. Like this that's not me. We're not hungry in the home. We are not hungry. Okay, we're so you eating. manage the budget. Yeah. Like who y'all clean y'all's own houses? No. You got a team that comes in there to do yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How are you managing the responsibility with the baby? Um, you so got the nanny, the nanny who comes, but your responsibility, your part. Yeah, our part. Usually, like in the mornings, I go to the gym, so he will handle her in the morning because he has a bit more flexibility at when he can go. Um, we switch off every night as to who puts her down. We do everything together, though. So, um, so we'll we will, like, you brush her teeth, I'll change her pajama. That's, like, a standard. But we both read to her, we both pray, and then we switch out each night of who, like, stays in a room to rock her for 10 minutes and put her down. Oh, my God. So <laughs> Y'all are so cute and so, like, But I love it. <laughs> that happens. Um, in regards to, like, appointments and stuff, I handle all that, like, yeah. her medical and dental appointments. But it's on both of our calendars, so we both go to that. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to 90% of the time, as for Alani, she handles it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not, and it's like the the school, the education, the teacher, making sure the nanny is there and stuff like that. Yeah, I communicate that. with the nanny primarily about changes and hours and that type of stuff. Who cooks dinner? Uh, oh, he's the chef of the house. I take care of the house. Y'all don't do that. I mean, y'all aren't chopping no. onions together. No, we're not. <laughs> we're absolutely not. That's no. one thing this we are not doing. This is where we draw the line. <laughs> we are not chopping onions and prepping no. food. We together. are not because doing food together. One thing is like I'm very big into like our fitness and what we eat. So I'm just like I'm gonna handle that. If she cooks. She'll be making lasagna and ziti, and I'm like, nah, we eat the same stuff all the time. Yeah, I don't cook. So I'm just like I'll handle it, and then yeah, yeah, house stuff I do. Okay, grocery shopping. Well, we get it brought to the house, but actually ordering it. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about your personal development. Mm -hmm. So as entrepreneurs, especially new parents, new first time parents, you got you guys have a lot, a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you do to stay mentally and spiritually intact? Um, Well, we went back to church. We took a long break after um, COVID, but we're back in church now. We're making sure that we pray with her, even if. You know, we're not praying independently as much as we should. We just want to make sure we instill that in her. Because I grew up, uh, I'm not a group in the church like that I'm in the music, but in the choir. But 
I grew up in the church, basically. So I want to make sure that she has that. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, that's a discussion that we always have. And he's like, how do you get your information? I'm like, I don't. Like, I don't really, I don't listen to anything. I don't read anything. And that's what I, you know, I Tony is really into personal he's heavy. development. Yeah, he's yeah, heavy. heavy in it. Are you finding that Janilka's style isn't to be plugged into podcasts? It isn't to be reading books. Are you finding that the way to get around that is to share via conversation and y'all are having discussions? Is that how you're getting your information? Yeah. Uh, we always joke that what's your favorite line? How does every conversation start in the I was morning? listening, to, I was a listening podcast, to a podcast or I was reading a book or And that's one of the things I said. I don't start. want that to be something that like drives us apart down the line either, mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm always learning, I'm always trying to do more, grow more. And she's like, Tony, I don't want to do none of that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. So I'm mindful of I'm I'm still trying to find out what's information overload. Not even for myself too. Mm-hmm. This digital age, you could get information so quickly and in abundance. So yeah. it's like, all right, you know. And it was I was listening to something. I'm like, yo, I would love if you listen to this. She's like, I'll listen to it. And I was like, wow, yeah. you would? It depends. Did if he brings it? it to he didn't send it to me yet. I did? No, we watched it together. We watched it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um it depends. If he says there's something that I want you to listen to, then I'll listen to. I won't just pick up a podcast and listen to something though mm-hmm. at all. Like, mm-hmm. the only way I get my information, which would technically be, like, celebrity information, is, like, Twitter. Is that, is that the information you're focused on right now, Janilka, celebrity? Imp- we're out here changing lives and building generational wealth, Listen, and you're looking at what the Kardashians are balance. doing? I mean, I actually like the Kardashians. Watch, I watch, watch the Kardashians. The Kardashians. <laughs> that's a good one. We actually it is watch what it is. You watch um, it, too? Yeah, that's a good I haven't watched it with me. That's I watch business. Housewives. I mean, I do that. That's the thing. We have the discussion of, like, how do I learn? What do I love? And I'm like, it feels sad. Like, I don't know. I love the gym. I love my family. I like to travel. But I don't have those things of the educational side or the entrepreneurship side that he brings. And I'm like, I don't know what I love about so that. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm here. He's like, do you love the podcast? I'm like, I enjoy doing it. I like talking. <laughs> because y'all have y'all's own podcast. Yeah. I love this so much because <laughs> so many people sit on this sofa and you're like, what do you do? What's your routine? And they never talk about like the thoughtless. I love good mindless behavior. Mm-hmm. I love like good mindless activity, meaning um, I don't really watch a whole lot of reality shows, mm-hmm. but I do find myself sometimes scrolling the internet, scrolling Instagram and looking at the clips, right? Mm-hmm. Like I look at the clips. It can't be like super foolish for me, um, but because I find myself trying to coach them through the screen, <sighs> but I love like mindless stuff. Just watching some silly, I watch Christmas movies. That's my guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. 365 oh, days geez, a okay. year. It does not matter what season we're in, what the weather is like outside. You can have a home alone. Over. I need, <laughs> and not even, I like the romantic, like, um, uh, okay. oh, I have to go home to save the uncle's, my uncle's farm. He just died and he left me the farm in the will. A lifetime movie. I <laughs> love those movies. And so many people put the pressure, so many entrepreneurs put pressure on you to feel like if you do those things, you don't want success badly enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's hard. Because mm-hmm. we'll be sitting on the couch and I'm like, we could be doing some work right now. He's like, I'm not about to watch two hours of TV. Like, and I'm like, well, I am. So, mm-hmm. But I'm like, if you, we don't do it, I won't be able to get, like, if my quality, if one of my quality, my quality time is like us working together or going on a walk or just going to the gym together. If her quality time is us sitting on the couch watching TV, mm-hmm. I have to be able to sit on the couch and watch TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I find enjoyment in some of those things as well. Mm-hmm. But it is hard sometimes. Like, Are y'all ever hours? bumping heads? Like, Janilka, no. No more TV. Anthony, no. No more work. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Often. 
Yeah, we do that. And then I would be like, okay, we do work for an hour and then we'll get TV for an hour. Or maybe there's some days we don't get any TV because we have so much work is, to do. Yeah. So yeah. even in that moment, you don't say, okay, Anthony, go work and I watch TV. The decision is the together. The decision is usually together. There's sometimes he goes and does things independently, yeah, night. but not a lot. But not a lot. It's usually still together still. Would yeah. you guys like? Would you guys say that you guys are couple goals, relationship goals? I don't ever call myself goals because I'm like you don't know what goes behind goes on behind closed well, doors. Well, I know what goes on. I'm fine. I'm secure in mine. But just it's so minuscule compared to the stuff yeah. you see. Is like so like yeah, you get together with people like what's going on? I'm like not like there's literally nothing going on. There's no argument. The argument is like. Well, you was on your phone too long, and Alani was trying to show you a trick. Pick your head up, yeah. like that's like, and that's it. Like, pay attention, be pay present. attention. That's it. That's it's, important. But it's funny because anytime she does something, she's yelling "daddy" and staring at him. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, is she noticing something, or she just really wants you to be involved mm -hmm. and stuff like that? So like, it's little things like that, but. Um, but that's important too like being present yeah. she's like she'll remind me like Tony you're not present right now I'm like you didn't realize for the past five minutes she's been mm -hmm. daddy I'm like what is she doing she's spinning right now all she's doing is like this daddy daddy <laughs> she ain't doing nothing <laughs> she ain't doing nothing <laughs> Let me but be she wants you to see what developed this marriage style for you guys like where'd you what, what was the example what was the book or the podcast that helped you guys to develop this style of this togetherness and this loyalty that y'all have for each other because honey you cannot say anything bad about that, <laughs> right? whenever i'm trying to get janilka on my side about anthony she's like well you know i mean we'll give him some grace <laughs> i'm like daddy we ain't gonna do that i'm saying right now he got a lot going on he ain't gonna do that. I'm wrong, I'm wrong, we'll know. give him some grace i'm like grace my <laughs> let's get it what's what but no seriously what what solidifies this togetherness where did you see this where did you read about this Mm, I don't know because my mother was a single mother mm -hmm. so um, it's not like I learned it there I did have aunts and uncles and stuff that I've seen that I would consider goals to this day married, um, married house kids and no arguing in front of me. I'm not saying they don't argue, but it seems like a positive relationship, Every right? Every time we around him is... So I, I, ha I did have that in my life. Um, and I don't know, because we talk about... We, we spoke about that years ago. Like, who teaches you how to be married or who teaches you how to be a wife? And I don't know nobody does. I mean, by example, but I didn't necessarily have it in my face all the time. Because, mm -hmm. like I said, my mother was single. Yeah, right? and I had both, both of my parents in the household, but that wasn't marriage goals at all mm -hmm. and then my birth father passed and my, my mom got married to her my stepdad mm -hmm. that wasn't the best but towards the later part he also passed as well he was they were very loving towards the, each other but i think a lot of it came from me seeing what i didn't want to mm -hmm. be yeah. and i said all right if i could do better than that i think we'll be which was which yeah. was easy to do but yeah. i was like if i could do better than that i think we'll be fine and but then, we also knew each other for so long it kind of yeah. makes it i think you gotta like a person that's a big thing. We always say that with some relationships that people don't like the other person. Like, they may love them, but I'm not sure they like them. That's big. And if you don't like them, it shows. It shows mm -hmm. in different ways. And then also, I think, like, what do I, as me as a wife, it's like, what do I really have to complain? Like, I have a good man that helps out. It's not just like, well, you're going to be washing the dishes. You're going to be doing the laundry. Mm -hmm. You're the mother, so you're doing, you know. So he's very involved in everything as well. So, what is what? What are the real issues? There's nothing really so there's to no complain gender about. Roles no, besides the garbage. That's that's, that's that thing is the garbage is the gender role. <laughs> look, there are no gender roles. We're doing everything. They pumping the gas except 
Oh, the and garbage. garbage. The garbage and the gas. I had to go pump gas the other night. I haven't done it in She almost called me like, months. can you come get the car and go I'm like, gas you think I should bring the car home and you can in the car and you go? <laughs> he was like, he was like, well, if I want to be a good husband, I can. I'm like, fine, I'm like, I'll I ain't go. in a good husband mood right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fine, I'll go. I'll go do it. And the trash but, one is only because it's like nighttime and stuff like that. I don't yeah. need nothing popping out on me. You were going to say something, Tony. Gender roles. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there's no, there's no gender roles in our household. Um, Aside from those two things... Um, uh, I think again, my even seeing my father, he cooked, he cleaned, um, he helped us with homework, mm-hmm. and there were really no gender roles. And it wasn't just my mother; that my mother just cooked. He was actually a really good cook. Mm-hmm. So he a lot of chefs are chefs tend to be the men. Do you notice that? It's not usually the women. I've, I've never mo- seen a famous woman chef. I've there seen are plenty some of but women chefs, but every I'm thinking about my own experience. Every chef that I've hired has been a man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why that is. I see them. <laughs> I see them. <laughs> I, see, I do see them, but I always end up hiring male chefs. I don't know any female chefs in Atlanta, as I'm thinking. I don't know. I, but just in general, kind of like when we I see know, like, movies meal preppers. and shows. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know like true chefs. So I think that we're in, um, I think as a culture, we're in this place that is really unfortunate when it comes to family in the black community, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of these podcasts and radio personalities, in my opinion, and I could just be hypersensitive to it, are doing a great job at pinning men and women against each other. Oh, that's the clickbait. This is masculine energy. Mm -hmm. You're not soft enough. You're not man enough. You're not this, that, and the other. And in y'all's relationship, like, if Janilka were a single woman, They'd be calling her so masculine, super masculine, you're just too masculine and this, that, and the other, right? And you're also an alpha male. Like, you put your foot down, but you have a really great alpha-beta balance. Janoka, you have a really great um, masculine-feminine balance. I personally think they're both important. You guys don't have a gender role, and you don't have that battle of, to me, it's an ego battle. Like, what do you think about this, uh, I call it an agenda, that's going around right now that's like, you're, she's too masculine. She's not letting the man lead. What are your thoughts specifically about that? <laughs> Him? Those, mm-hmm. those conversations, man, I, listen, I, don't, I try not to dive too much into it because it's not my relationship. <laughs> and I understand everyone has their own, their own way of doing things in, in their household. But what works for us is what works for us. Um, when you see those conversations about the, the energy, the masculine, the feminine, it's just really... It usually don't make sense. Let's, really be, let's call sense. a spade a spade. Yeah. It really don't yeah. make sense because I have my moments where it's like, all right, Janoka, we got to do this. Like, that's mm-hmm. what we're going to do. There's no conversation. Mm-hmm. And shit, there's moments where I'm doing the dishes and I'm, I'm cleaning up. Like, so I think it just depends on where you are at that moment, when you got to put your foot down, when you got to lead the family. Mm-hmm. And I don't always have to lead the family. I don't always have to be going forward. Sometimes Janoka's like, yo, we going in the strips. Here's what we're going to do. You got to relax. We got to relax. This, this is what the conversation is going to be. So I think we all have our moments when we have to lead and when we have to step back. And yeah. I think in our relationship, we kind of just, we're just more upfront about that. Mm-hmm. Would you say that Janilka is a strong woman? Definitely. Would you say that she has uh, some independence? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I would say if she was, if she, I said, God forbid, if we ever got divorced and it had to come down to Alani going with a parent, mm-hmm. I would say Alani needs to be with her. Because mm-hmm. she has that energy where she can manage Alani on business, financial, but then also the compassion side, mm-hmm. the, the love side, the family side. Mm-hmm. My family side, I don't have any of that. It's just me. Yeah. So it would just be work, money, 
and and, and fitness, whatever it is, and Lonnie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, that's not healthy for her. Mm-hmm. So that's where that balance comes into play for us. Yeah. Janelka, what do you think helps you to be comfortable being the assertive woman that you are in your relationship? How does Tony create an environment where you can also lead at time because you put your foot down, Anthony puts his foot down, mm-hmm. but you put your <laughs> foot down too in a relationship. What makes that environment comfortable for you to do that and not feel like you're stepping on his ego? And I'll even give you, before you go there, we was at a friend's house recently and uh, Janoka said something. And it was like, Janoka always leading the conversation. <laughs> and it's like, I don't need to prove. Oh, child, don't get me started with people. Huh? I said, don't get me started with people. Yeah, I was like, I don't need to prove, you know, our relationship. And it's like, that's just who she is. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I'll just be in the background. I'll let things yeah. play out because yeah. I know how our relationship is. Yeah, because I'm like, <laughs> I don't need, you know, sometimes when people have conversations, like, I don't need my husband to support me in it unless mm-hmm. it's unless it's warranted. Obviously, if somebody getting violent, it's different. Yeah. But I could go back and forth with a man. It doesn't have to be like, oh, a woman shouldn't talk to a man that way. Uh-huh. So I think what allows me to do it is because Anthony allows that and he's not a husband in 1920 or 1960. <laughs> that feels like a woman can't speak up or I can't say or have a difference of opinion. So I think that's what makes me feel so comfortable to continue to do it. Obviously, respecting him and never putting him in a, posi- a position that is disrespectful or anything yeah. like that. But with him allowing me that space to be who I am and be outspoken and outgoing in a respectable way allows me to continue to feel comfortable to do so. And then so. Even if you met her, you've met her mother, actually. Mm-hmm. And yeah. We had lunch. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Her yeah. mother, like, she's the most outspoken, outgoing person in the world. No matter if you're a man or a woman, she's going to. Yeah. But it's not rude. It's not, it's not, it's not so nasty. So Miss Janelka. <laughs> exactly. So you know y'all are, like, you never Some people consider it to be rude, though. Some people <laughs> consider it to be rude, but. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't get rude from either of y'all ever. But definitely very assertive, mm-hmm. very direct. We're going to know what you're thinking. What you're thinking, yes. At all times. But Anthony probably has a little bit more. I, I can't even say that. I was going to say Anthony probably has more emotional control than you. You just give this like you're doing right now. Put the camera on right <laughs> I'm just looking. <laughs> I'm receiving That's what not, you're saying. Like I'm like, okay, let's hear what she goes. What you about to say? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think um, I think it's really important, though, to show that. You guys really, and, and I don't know how you feel about it. It's just a suggestion. Um, knowing you guys on a personal level as mm-hmm. well as on a professional level, I think it's really important to share this kind of dynamic because, you know, so many people feel like they can't have business partners that are friends. They can't be business mm-hmm. partners with their spouse. They can't be, they don't have to be best friends with their spouse. And you may or may not have to be, right? Mm-hmm. Or there can't be two um, assertive people in the relationship. And you guys are defying all of those stereotypes of they can't be, they can't be. And society has women and men, myself included, feeling like you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, you having to shrink yourself just a little bit in order to be attractive to the opposite sex. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can't be, uh, you can't coexist and you can't co-lead in the relationship and you certainly can't co-lead in the business. Mm-hmm. And y'all are doing exactly that. Yeah. But wouldn't you want that, though? Wouldn't you want your your spouse or partner to be the epitome of what you would want in, in a person? That's what I think. That's what I think. So I don't know. To me, it's it's an easy decision. But I'm also we also been dating and, and married yeah. sometimes. Since it's like, been on the playground. It's, it's so different <laughs> now. Kids. Yeah, so that's yeah. another part of it too. We go back so far. We got to see each other grow up. We got to mm-hmm. see each other evolve into into adults, mm-hmm. into adulthood. So that adds another layer to it where we're just more comfortable. And I don't know. 
I'll but I'll loving. say, even what it don't matter what other people say, keep doing what you're doing because that's what make I think that's what makes me connect with you so much because of your personality. Yeah. Like that's what but I mean, I'm not dating you. Though. I know I'm not dating you. <laughs> I'm like, like sorry. You're, you're, not <laughs> sorry. you're not on the list of ideal. Husbands, I'm not dating you, right? so I don't got it don't matter. Sorry, I apologize. But, does. No. It does. But I, I think people just are either intimidated, but that's I like this is my kiki. I like people yeah. that are straightforward, for sure. a good time, yeah. can tell you what it is when you're wrong, when you're right. That's what I like. And but will you want that in your so, spouse? For sure. In my and, opinion? and let me be clear. The type of men that I actually date don't say the things that these generalists on podcasts okay. are saying. Of course not. Mm-hmm. Right? The type of men that I, that I date appreciate a personality mm-hmm. um, like mine, but... That's my own personal life. There are so many women who are feeling like they're too much mm-hmm. or not enough. And then there are also men who are feeling the same way. I want to let my woman lead, but what will the world say? Because the podcast said blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, are you a service-based entrepreneur that helps your clients or customers get some type of a result? but you're struggling to post and communicate your message on social media. You don't know how to type a caption that connects and gets people's attention and converts them from just someone who's following you on social to becoming your customer or your client. Great news is that's my superpower. So I'm sending you three text messages every single day, excluding major holidays directly to your phone of exactly what you need to post to get people to buy and convert them into clients and customers. All you have to do is join my program post to paid, and you can do so by texting the words post to paid to 404-737-2767. And the best news is just $37 a month. So hurry up, send me the text. I'm looking for it now. And I just think it's important to show more examples of this dynamic too. Well, we 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 close to forty at this point. It's like for us, it's like what are we really trying to prove to? What are we trying to like, prove? Well, at I'm the not end even of the day, if we turn the I'm cameras close, off, I'm not close to forty yet. I am not even thirty five yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I put you your age are up. Close I'm, I'm, close, I'm close to forty. <laughs> Give or take. But it's like, we turn the cameras off and at the end of the day, we still have to live our lives, right? Yeah. We still got to go home with the person you're here with. You still got to raise your kids. Mm-hmm. So that's those should be the only people that really matter. So mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I approach it. I asked you earlier what you guys thought your secret sauce was to success. Mm-hmm. And I think your relationship dynamic is that, right? Um, people relate to me a lot because I am so transparent. I am so direct and I live that unapologetically. Mm -hmm. And you guys are so transparent and are so direct. I know I've had to tell you, Anthony, a couple of times, just, you know, pipe down. You're like, well, don't say it like that. You're like, we're not going to say it like that. We're just telling you how we we feel. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait now. Don't say it. Don't call him and say that. Um, Don't, don't, please don't say that. But no. I know I do. And people who are, you guys are like, when I think about you in business, if I, if I weren't your coach and I was your potential client, I love how you've already pulled the bone out and you're just giving me the meat, right? People say, you know, eat the, take a bite out of the meat, spit the bone out, chew the meat, digest the meat. You guys have already removed the bone. There is no fluff. There's not even fluff in your personality. So the information that you give is like direct and to the point, mm-hmm. to the point where I know when, when we were looking through the course in the very beginning, it's like, well, you could add a couple of little things, you know, in here just to, we can lengthen it a little bit. We can do your personalities are so direct <laughs> to the point, no chaser, no filter, no fluff. And I think being able to see that from you, like, in a couple, as a couple, on your social media, everything that you give to the public 
says that. So I'm eager to give you my money. I'm eager to see how I can leverage the same ideas that you leverage for yourselves for myself. I see myself in you. Mm -hmm. People see, mm, okay, they were in debt. I'm in debt. They needed a side hustle. I need a side hustle. I want to be an entrepreneur. They, they wanted to be entrepreneurs. I want to be an entrepreneur. And they did like a slow, steady grind. That looks more relatable to me than this fast money and these people who are, you know, blowing up overnight. I really, really believe that's your secret sauce. And that's why you have no problem generating strong revenue consistently because who you are as people speaks volumes through your offers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. it, we say it all the time. You should know you should, you should date and marry the person you're going to be spending your money with. So when you really scroll back to our page, it wasn't like we just came out of nowhere with this cleaning business stuff. It was, we have debt. We are paying off this debt and here's how we're getting there. Oh yeah. By one, by, just by proxy, we're using this cleaning business as well. Mm -hmm. So you can scroll back 2016, 2017. You see us building. We actually had to take some of it down because it was too much information about our actual business. But you see us building it over time. So none of this was overnight. But mm -hmm. I know now they'll see us and, you know, oh, my God, you guys did this and the third. And it's even not some of our students. Like, you can't compare yourself to us. We've been doing this for six, seven years now. Mm -hmm. Slow down. Mm -hmm. Take it easy. Keep mm -hmm. your nine to five. Mm -hmm. Build this business on the side. And when you feel comfortable, then make that leap. What are you guys struggling with right now most? Like, if you could think of something like, you know, we, we really need help mm -hmm. in this area. Business-wise? Anything. Personal life, business. Like, what's the pressing thing that y'all are talking about? Like, we got to get a solution to this. Is there anything? Um, we one thinking business, about, oh, go ahead. One business thing we're thinking about is what would I do? That's something we talk about. Yeah, what do you want to do? What do I want to do? What would I do if I quit my job? Like, how would I play into the business mm -hmm. and do contribute um, full time? That's a conversation that we're having. Because you guys should know that Janilka is a lazy CEO <laughs> <laughs> and still getting money. No, and so he's like, what would you do? I'm like, I would get up. I would go to the gym. It's like, what do you want to do? Have a shake, watch SVU, be able to go to classes with Alani. Oh my God. And uh, yeah, record the podcast. We have a designated time and day. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what it would look like. I was like, I'll do some content, but I do. I like I like fun content, like little vlogs or mommy like and me. You like the fun stuff. Yeah, I like the fun stuff. You need all the, all the unfun stuff, yes. the boring yeah. stuff, the Tony. That's yeah. true. Yeah, but we talked about but that. Yeah. And when Janilka was pregnant, we all had a conversation that said, Tony, you know that, that this is going to fall on you. This is yeah. going to fall on you, right? Yeah. And Janilka's <laughs> going to kind of come back. And do some of the unfun stuff when she feels like it. Bonnie's mm -hmm. 18 months. I'm going to say a year and a half later. <laughs> year and put a half sponge, later. Put the SpongeBob up there. She still doesn't necessarily <laughs> feel like it. But I do what I got to do. do. You contribute yeah. <laughs> greatly to the business. But um, you guys have this dynamic. When we first started working together, it was a really an equal share of mm -hmm. everything. But you are a mom. And you are not, not even just in the act of the physical act of parenting the child, mm -hmm. your body had to recover. Like mm -hmm. you're still healing. You pushed and produced a whole oh, yeah. human. Breastfeeding and, and all of that. All That's of like that. All of that. And just the hormones, it yeah. takes a while for those things to go back. So we had that conversation. Like mm -hmm. we know that you're uh, partners in business and you share responsibility, but this is going to look very, very different. Mm -hmm. And you stepped up, Anthony, mm -hmm. and you've been you've been holding it down and allowing Janilka to kind of find her place. And I appreciate mm -hmm. you even having mm -hmm. conversations that say, okay, what, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? That's important too. It's like not even, let's say the business is side. Let's say you want 
because I'm we're doing things on the side where it's like it's, it's solely me. Like, what is something that you want to do that makes you happy? That's his business. And she, she like, did one week of content on TikTok, and I was like, oh, you did a whole week of content. When the nanny was out, she did a whole week, five days. So mm-hmm. what it looks like what, for what parents it, without a nanny going for a week. I, that was a lot of work. And I'm like, did you enjoy that? She was like, well, not really. I was like, okay, bro. <laughs> it was a lot of work. It was, was a like, lot thought, of work. It was a lot of I'm work. I'm like, I won't do a full day again. But it was like, but yeah. So that's the thing. Like I said, when you think about like, how do I consume things? What do I like? And I'm like, I don't really have an answer. So I was like, it would change our life so much. Let's say she does leave her job, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say she's like, I don't want to do the business stuff anymore. And it's like, okay, well, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. What do you What do you want to do? And it's like, we talk, I, we're, I'm so ingrained in our businesses. It's like, well, would she be a part of that at all? And that mm-hmm. would change that dynamic so much. It kind of scares me a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Because you guys the brand. do everything together. together. It would definitely change the brand. Do you think yeah. there's a little with that said? Is it a little dangerous to be so deeply connected as partners in everything? Oh, yeah. Because, God forbid, if something happened, it would be done. Yeah. Mm. Everything. I I, w- I would agree with that. It would be done. Uh, yeah, if something was to happen to Anthony, knock on wood, hopefully not, I don't know that I would continue. I If something happened Anthony. to you, Anthony, <laughs> you would be You'd be harsh on me. I'm on the other side. <laughs> I appreciate you. In Anthony's honor and vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> if something happens, I'm going to make sure that Anthony keeps the movement moving. Oh, but that's, okay. that's the thing, too, is like yeah, I, yeah. when you see husbands and wives told about money, it's like, well, yeah, the wife has a part of the money, but can she really manage the money? Can she mm-hmm. really manage the household? In this mm-hmm. case, I think she can, but the question is, would she even want to at that point? Yeah. yeah. So that's but my biggest thing. I want you to know everything. I want you to be a part of everything yeah. so that god forbid something happens mm-hmm. you can at least have the option too if you wanted to yeah mm-hmm. I, I think though i love that you guys do so much together and like i said earlier i said on one end it's like oh that's gold <laughs> on the other end it's like <laughs> and, the, and the reason in all seriousness the reason that i say that is because i think it's just as important i think it's just as important to have togetherness as it is to have individuality mm-hmm. right because Something is going to happen one day, yeah. right? And you you want to be able to still move on and still be attached to some kind of happiness independently, still be able to find, you know, something that you can fall back on independently. And to me, it, it makes me nervous just thinking about it for you guys. Um, Are y'all, you going far? I know what you're talking about. When you have those older couples. Yes, like, when you have the older couples, like, you know, you got these couples <laughs> who make it to 99 and 100 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, if we keep the, I see y'all being like the couple that one of y'all go and, and then the other one fades. And then the and other, other one, one just, just immediately dies of a broken heart yeah. because yeah, they yeah. don't know how to move that forward. Yeah. somebody recently, too. That, that that's always sad to hear. But I too. always, so for me, I feel like I would be, <laughs> I would be um, more independent than he wants to be because, like I said, he does, he's involved in things and, there's masterminds and things that come up, and I'm like, why don't you just go? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, but I think we should both go. I'm like, why? Why should we both go? Yeah. We both show and go, I don't even know who these people are. And even if I do, I probably don't even care as much as you. Mm-hmm. So you just want me in the room with you. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, because we're stronger together, sure, but you go get the information and come back. So I try to promote him doing things independently. He doesn't want to do it. And it's not like you're shy, Tony. You can, you get in the room and you will work the room. It depends on my mood. I feel like you're treating Janilka like a security blanket. Mm. Mm. That's, a, that's a good point. Because I'll be knows. in a room. If I don't got to talk to nobody and she's here, I'm good. 
Yeah. I got uh -huh. Yeah. I mean, you were fine. You were partying like a rock star. George told me he saw you last night. Y'all were chopping it up. The stuff. funny thing is his line name is Rockstar. So is it? Because he used to be a rock star. Now that's, that's not funny. the same Anthony. Mm. <laughs> you don't want that same Anthony. That's true. <laughs> you don't want that same. He's like college Anthony. You don't want that. I think I'm going to challenge y'all to find an independent activity. I don't care if it's just going in the other room and you spend 30 minutes by yourself, mm -hmm. not calling each other's names, not having to see That's what each so other funny. are doing. I think when we talk in our next session, we're going to start working on this. Like It's so funny because I would be in the room and he would walk in like, are you doing your own thing right now? That's <laughs> <laughs> it. You need your own time. You just, I'm like, cool, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go, is that what you're doing right now? Yeah, like, what, yeah, do we yeah, do? Yeah. what do we do independently outside? I mean, the gym is the every gym. day. We go separately. Y'all hour, go separately? Because yeah. I used to see y'all. We used to go. Okay. We used to go together, but we go to different gyms now, and we got to go at different times, so we go to the gym separately. Okay, that's a thing. That's yeah. a thing. I just, I just want, because it's not going to happen soon, but one day it will, and mm -hmm. I want y'all to have, like, She's it's like, are you guys really codependent on each other? Sad existence. <laughs> if it's like, I don't know how to do. We it do things that like I. We go on. I, I was on a girls trip two weekends ago. Like I go out okay. with girl, my well, girls. Like, we do things independently. Trips. Right? No, and that's the other thing. I try to push him to do Anthony that. He doesn't want to go. Anthony, <laughs> I am the problem. Anthony, you He are... actually is the problem. Last guy's trip, it's probably a bachelor party. I mean, that's all we do at this point, bachelor. Yeah. We get married and go to bachelor parties. But aside from that, I try to get when him to do When you went to your girls trip, we had the guys night. Y'all forced it, but you wouldn't have never put it together. I'm not going to put that together. No, I would have stayed in the house with Alani. Exactly. He would just stay home with the baby. Like, That's the thing. I'm going to stay in the house with my, my daughter. Are you serious? What's better than staying in the house with your daughter? There's nothing. Sorry. Uh, I mean, so daughter, yeah, I, I do things with the girls. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, yeah, you have an older daughter. Hmm. I do I things with the girls pretty religiously, at least once or twice a month. No, in all seriousness, but, um, mm -hmm. and you guys have witnessed me in a relationship, a long-term relationship. When I'm in a relationship, I'm all in it. And yeah. you only saw us together and doing That's things. True. So <laughs> I'm the same. But but there's still, like, um, I, I'm glad because in, in, in sight of the breakup and consideration of that, if we did everything, you know, over four years yeah, together and I had nothing, it would just be like. You what? Sounds excited. You gotta move on. You were excited <laughs> about the relationship. The no, no. Why are you being excited about the breakup? I don't know. No. That's what I was on. I was no, no, no. He was excited. No, he was excited about the relationship. We had a thing going on. I felt like we was okay. So one of my best friends did this to me. So he bought somebody to you around. Or me. He did it to you. Yeah. I said, do not bring anybody around my wife because she is going to talk to her and she may get attached to her. He bought this girl around. So next time we get around him, we're asking where the girl is. Yeah. Where the girl is. I was like, we spent our time. Or he brought we another girl. We energy. We want you We dedicated the, the energy into this. Or when and they're bringing multiple girls, like, you, you got to tell me ahead of time. As I'm thinking about it right now, when y'all are in town, y'all don't hit me up for dinner. Single Donnie ain't good enough for you? Oh, we always do. We always hang out. Listen, half of, none of my friends are married. Oh, like, I have one group of friends in New York that's married. The other, like, eight, nine are not. Okay. So, so it's a lot of, a lot of times we get with people, it's us two and another person. We, I'm like, I'm day one. We're great, Be like clear. third wheel. We don't ever make anyone feel uncomfortable. We okay. we do great with that. Okay. No, I just I, definitely I not. You know, because I don't get the dinner invites. We used to do our little absolutely thing and, not. But we we're usually running party. in and out of Atlanta. That's we did all just it. party in Vegas, so exactly. I guess <laughs> I will take that. Um, let's go back to your business really quickly. So you have the cleaning service. You have your program where you're teaching others, but mm -hmm. recently you also launched like. Um, this higher level, I guess, commitment community where you're coaching 
people who are doing things on a higher level. Y'all got testimonials for days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we don't really like hard pitch anything here. So, I, but I just want to talk about how does somebody, because they're, they're going to fall in love with you. Everybody falls in love with you guys. Anytime y'all are on platforms <laughs> and I want people to be clear in what they need and realistic, <laughs> right. About their process. There are going to be some people who are not ready even to be entrepreneurs yet. Like, don't get mm-hmm. anything. Then there's going to be some people who need to put in the muscle of making a small investment into themselves. But you guys have a program that also helps people out. Um, and for clarity, I don't get any kind of affiliate deals off of any of this stuff. <laughs> I want you to be very clear and still do your own due diligence. Even though they're my clients, you go and you connect with them and you do your own research, whatever it is that you do. Um, you have a program where you're working with a at, at a higher level with individuals. What's the difference? Like, literally, you guys just um, this year, it was a couple of months ago, I just flew to Dallas mm-hmm. because we just celebrated your first seven-figure client, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What is up with this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looked, How? <laughs> yeah, he literally was one of our first students when he made us realize what was possible with the information that we were giving. So he, um, Alex is his name, and he's, he's just, when I first met him, I knew he was, he was on it. He wasn't somebody that was going to play around. He was doing trucking, real estate. He was doing um, stocks, options. He was doing all that stuff. And he was like, this cleaning business thing. So I think I understand this. He's like, I'm going to go all in. Mm-hmm. And when he told me he was going all in, I was like, you got it. Like, this is yours at this point. So he ended up launching his cleaning business. And I think two and a half years later, two and he, half years he did a million dollars. And he launched like three three locations. Yeah. Um, and that's when, when he was going throughout his journey, he was kind of checking in. He was like, Anthony, I got it. I'm understanding it. He's like, this is, this is not hard. This is not rocket science. He's like, mm-hmm. people are overcomplicating this. And he was just someone that just took action and just followed through. So, mm-hmm. um, and that was cleaning business university back in what, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And he came back and said, I did a million dollars. It was like, what? He's like, yeah. Well, actually it was called something else. We called it, um, Start a local service business. Yeah, and Donnie was like, well, how many people, how much are they, but like 98% are doing cleaning Cleaning businesses. She's like, how about we change this name? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that that was just the power of the information that we didn't realize we had. Um, And he was like, this just changed his life. And then we started taking it more seriously, started teaching more people. Mm -hmm. Um, And a couple years later, they've done $10 million, like we said. Students. Students done $10 million. Collectively. Collectively. Mm -hmm. They've launched cleaning businesses in 42 plus states. Like, we don't take franchise fees, none of that. We just give them the information. And they've done over 50,000 cleanings. Mm. Um, so, changing some so lives. Y'all got receipts. Yeah. And people can Days. literally go down your social media and mm-hmm. see a history. We yeah. actually do interviews with them on our podcast, too. So, yeah. they could go and mm-hmm. see just us talking to them. We don't pre-prep them or anything. We just like, yeah. just come questions. and talk, answer mm-hmm. questions. So, you made one, se- you, you helped, you contributed to the success of one seven-figure earner. Mm-hmm. It's time to make another one. We got another one on the way. Yeah, we have a few. They was like, well, you going to fly? They was like, you going to fly us out so to everybody Dallas? Want, everybody like, oh, saw that. And everybody oh, wanted. They like, give, I was like, They're like, we coming for that million soon. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. See you there. <laughs> Bree, we're talking about side money. You clean a business? Is that appealing to you? Really? Yes or like, no? Yeah. Bree, clean a business appealing to you? <laughs> yes or no? Running it? Yeah. All right. I think people <laughs> still have to wrap their heads around Mm -hmm. having a cleaning business. But I'm telling you guys, if you look into the business and it's not just cleaning business, it's just taking these unsexy models that are staples. Like people are for you were successful during COVID because 
at the end of the day, people wanted to have their space cleaned even more. Yeah, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. more now. Yeah, and like you said, any of these businesses, so carpet cleaning, organizer, lawnmower, mm-hmm. nail tech, here, yeah, mm-hmm. any of these people can run the model the same type of way mm-hmm. because you will always be needed. Yeah. So like, what happened, no matter what, my lawn guy, he lost his job during the pandemic, and he just started mowing lawns. And I still have to, he still has to send me an invoice. He still has to, I still have to sell him the money. Mm-hmm. He still has to say, hey, can I come out? Can I, can I get on a schedule again? Mm-hmm. It's like, these are the people, he can't find clients. He's mm-hmm. like going door to door. So if I'm going to start another business and I said, hey, I'm going to turn my cleaning business into a lawn care service, it would be the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to build an online business. I'm going to take that manual payment process. I'm going to make it recurring. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find more jobs for him. And he's going to go out and do the work. And now he's going to be making more money and he's going to save more time because he doesn't have to go door to door and sending invoices. It's the same exact business model. Mm. Somebody did it with like a tutoring service. They was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to take or a daycare or something. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you guys, uh, well, you guys know that I'm really big on gratitude and operating from a place of gratitude. What are you most grateful for at this time in your life besides? each other in life mm. like dig deep <laughs> what do you what do you most first thing i was gonna for? say was my child mm-hmm. um having a child is not easy um it is not no so my baby is 21 years old she's in the room right next door migraine headache and i'm literally like does everything need to shut down and stop you never stop oh, like yeah. literally we filmed the first episode she got through it and she's over there she's like fading out as mm-hmm. you know as we're speaking and i'm like we're going home we're wrapping everything up and i'm taking my 21 year old home mm-hmm. and i'm you know and you know that was something that i always say sorry to sidebar but i always no. say when it comes to kids that you never stop worrying like stop from worrying. when you become pregnant mm-hmm. so now it's like okay maybe you're hoping for a kid now it's like i hope i get pregnant yeah now i hope i make it through the pregnancy now i hope i deliver safely now i hope now i hope the child is healthy yeah right yeah, now yeah. then i hope they're hitting their milestones now i hope they don't get hurt anywhere and they make friends and all those type of things and now i hope you come home every night yeah hope and you marry someone again i hope, hope so it just never decisions. stops yeah yeah it never stops. Any parent never stops. Like literally when I picked up my phone, I shot her a text. Like, are you feeling better? You got this migraine. How's it going mm-hmm. over there? Cause we can cut this thing short. baby. <laughs> I got to get to my baby. You it, it's, it's never, it's a never ending cycle. I literally mm-hmm. tucked her in over there, turned off all the lights. Like, yeah, lay mm-hmm. down. You were saying that being a parent isn't easy, <laughs> but what's the gratitude that mm-hmm. you guys feel an immense amount of gratitude for? right now um i never sit down and kind of think about it to be honest that's why Um, this is so important yeah 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 so i think that the way that our life is and what i don't and that sounds pretty vague but we have a good life right and even if we say like oh this isn't working out this isn't working out but when you really look back we have a good life we have family that support us friends that become family and that is probably, I mean, I grew up very family-oriented, and that's a really big deal for me. So I think I'm very thankful for that, just the life that we have and the family that's involved in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's what would you would say, say, Tony? I can't say the same thing. No. no. You got to be the same No, thing. you are not, not on the same page We're not the same. Right we're not the same. <laughs> you got to be on the same page. Um, so what am I grateful for? I am grateful for the opportunities that, keep getting presented to us um mm. i don't feel like we're any special any smarter any hard working and worker working than anyone else mm-hmm. 
but we're always in the right position. We, we present ourselves in a way where people want to present us with opportunities, like just mm-hmm. being here in this podcast with you. So I'm always grateful for the opportunities that continue to be presented to us based on, based on who we are and what we do. So we have a group full, an audience full of entrepreneurs who watch this podcast every single week. And people specifically watch Full Transparency because they are looking for people who are operating at a high level that they see them their future selves in. Mm-hmm. Like they see something, right? And I love for my guest to leave our audience with something mm-hmm. special, like a philosophy or something that you believe in that kind of maybe even keeps you going and has gotten you through some tough times or some difficult journeys or prevented you from quitting uh, in some final words to the audience in this episode, uh, leave us with something um, that you utilize a principle that you believe in or something in your own life as a word to them. These are your chance. Okay. Well, I would say the good thing about this episode is that we're not too far removed from, you know, where anyone else is. We've only been doing this for seven years. We had $114,000 of debt. Uh, we were, our goal was just to pay that off. And we still had nine to five jobs and we built something outside of our job that allowed us the, the flexibility and freedom. And our goal, like I said at the beginning, is to give people options. That should be the first thing that you want to do so that you can get to the goals that you want. So we're not too far removed. Keep pushing. Stay strong. Janelle, I was hoping he was going to speak for us. This no, time. because you are not the same. Didn't you just tell him that? <laughs> I did. But just specifically this time, I was hoping he was going to speak for us. Um, what would I tell people? Hmm. When it comes to entrepreneurship, from the perspective of a of a mother, nine to fiver. That shit, I don't know. She said that's not her mission right now. I know. Hmm. I'm just trying to think. <laughs> I, I I find that. So uh, this is probably easier said than done, but it's kind of like get it done. Like what has to done get done, it has to get done. The way you prioritize your family, your work, your marriage is the same thing that you should do for your business. It's mm-hmm. something that's growing, something that you're working on. And so a lot of times when we speak to other people, you know, I'm like, well, how much time did you really spend on that? Like. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, I know we have busy lives, but how much time did you spend watching that show? Maybe you could have done something else. So, you know, do what you got to do because it has to get done. You want to make it work. If you do, if you want to make it work, and that's how we operate everything, and that's how we continue to make everything work. Like, there is no... There's no failing for us. That's clearly how I operate, and I got the t-shirt to pull it. It says, get shit done. Yeah. Get it done. That is, I think, something that the three of us have in common. It's mm-hmm. like, it's raining outside. Don't matter. Get it done. Right. It's this happening. It doesn't matter. Get it done. The baby woke up. Don't matter. Get mm-hmm. it done. They're going to get it done. Get it done. Get it done. Get it done. And I think that's the tagline um, to explain y'all's dedication to your marriage, to your family, and to your business. I'm proud of y'all. Oh, thank you. I am super <laughs> proud of y'all. I don't think we've ever applauded at the end of an episode. Janelle, I need you to... I'm here. Let's get that wide shot one more time. Reese, so she don't disrespect my set. I didn't disrespect. Right? <laughs> Beautiful set. This is the first time I have interviewed a client. This is the first time that we have ended in an applause. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation just as much is I've enjoyed this conversation. Have y'all enjoyed the conversation? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Are we the first couple? I was going to ask yes, that. Yes, you are the first couple. I was going to ask off camera. <laughs> <laughs> the first happening in here. Mm-hmm. You are the first couple. And I think I want to be intentional about um, 
bringing other couples who are operating at a high level on the show, just having mm-hmm. that energy around me. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Blue clue. All right. <laughs> anyway, you guys, we are going to tag Anthony and Janilka the Heart Zogs in the com or in the uh, description wherever you're watching or listening uh, to this video. You can also just say it real quick for those who are listening to us. Where can we find you guys on social? Oh, well, cleanandbusinessuniversity.com is mm-hmm. where you can get our course. Social is the heartrimony. I'm about to say dot com, but the heartrimony. Okay. Um, that's on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all of the above. All right. The next time we see these guys, I'm sure we'll be celebrating another milestone. Until then, y'all go check them out and enjoy as their life unfolds, as their success unfolds. Do me a favor in the comments of this episode. Let us know what stood out for you most. Was it the cleaning business? Was it their relationship? Was it the way they love each other? Is it their work ethic? Was it their plan for their debt relief Uh, Let me know what stood out most for you in this episode and go over and give them a follow, share in their journey, comment, share them along because we've come a very long way, but we still have a long way to go. I will see you guys next week on the next episode of Full Transparency. Bye. Peace. Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.